There's a couple players in the clubhouse who promised to grow out mullets if the Brewers Dude, that make is the, the worst p- haircut in Major League Baseball. <laughs> if they make the playoffs, Matt, are you are you going to be one of them? Are you leading by example here? <laughs> Man, wow! Um, Do it. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. At 7-12 this week, the Marcus Performing Arts Center announced Kevin Galinto will be the new president and CEO. Marcus Center home to performances including Milwaukee Ballet, Florentine Opera, First Stage, Black Arts Milwaukee, and the popular touring Broadway shows, of course. Galinto is a Marquette University alumnus and tells me he is wrapping up his work right now in leadership at Washington's Kennedy Center. Excited to get back to Milwaukee. I think it's a rich and robust artistic community. The theaters that are here and the quality of the theaters and the quality of the presenting companies and the arts institutions are are just really outstanding. Talking with Kevin Glinto, he has been named the president and CEO of the Marcus Performing Arts Center. How'd you get the job, Kevin? What did you tell the board that caused them to say, this is our guy? I knew of the Marcus Center and I knew its reputation and I love the city so much and I don't know any Marquette grad who doesn't have the same affinity and affection for Milwaukee but the fact that what I've been doing for 25 years is really building diverse audiences for a wide array of different performance experiences but then establishing long term relationships with those audiences. Talking with Kevin Galinto, he's been named president and CEO of the Marcus Performing Arts Center. You have to have the commitment to staging shows of all kinds. And, you know, there are there's the artwork that you really want to do and the progressive things. And then every once in a while, you still got to throw Oklahoma in there to, to help fill the seats and pay the bills, right? <laughs> That is absolutely true, and we are lucky to be partners with Broadway Across America and have the amount of uh, Broadway programming that we do. And you know, and I saw this in DC as well. We, you know, we grow a lot of our audience who also come through theater. Either they're coming through theater first and then attend other things, or they're attending other things and want to go to musical theater and Broadway and that that kind of programming, and not just Broadway programming, but you know, that kind of popular programming has to be part of the mix. Valento will begin his work as president and CEO at the Marcus Performing Arts Center in July. Sports is sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Brandon's got it next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Milwaukee Brewers, we're back at it on Wednesday night, welcoming back Willie Adamas into the starting lineup following his scare, and per usual, as it usually is, it was Willie who got the party started. To the left, center, and deep. Bob Euchre on the call right here on WTMJ. The Brewers bringing the bats out early and often, including rookie Joey Weimer, who finished the day with two home runs and five RBIs, helping the Brew crew go on for the 10-2 victory. Drills this one into the gap in right center. Backs on Tondere, looking up, it's gone! Two straight swings for Weimer, this time a two-run blast. And the Brewers have a 3-0 lead. It was an all-around fantastic game for the Brewers as Corbin Burns got the start and looked to be back in his Cy Young form, tossing eight innings, allowing no runs, and striking out nine batters. 
The Brewers will look for the series sweep later today. Coverage of that game gets underway right here on WTMJ at 1235. To the NBA Finals, where Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets reclaimed the two-games-to-one series lead over the Heat with the 109-94 Game 3 victory in Miami. Jokic and Jamal Murray becoming the first teammates in NBA Finals history to both record 30-point triple-doubles. Denver will look to add to their lead with a Game 4 scheduled for Friday night. Lastly, to the NFL, where the Green Bay Packers will look to wrap up their organized team activities later this afternoon. So far, There's been some highs and there's been some lows for new starting quarterback Jordan Love, but regardless of either, head coach Matt LaFour is pleased with his play thus far. I'm less concerned about the end result right now, but I I do believe that if the process is correct, he is going to be more consistent. So within that, it's just the, the footwork, the clean mechanics, keeping a base in the pocket, being able to throw at any point in time. Um, and I think just the rhythm and the timing, that's something that we've really stressed. I think he's done a good job, and is in particular this week, of, of making some really significant strides. The Packers' next focus after today will begin on Tuesday of next week with a three-day mandatory minicamp. Coming up, saying he's sorry again and again. The Bucks player getting a second chance in a community event coming up next week. That story next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Late this past NBA season, the Milwaukee Bucks signed a guy who'd been out of basketball for two years. Now, in part initially due to injury, but then also because he'd essentially been canceled for using an anti-Semitic slur while on a public gaming platform. A hateful word that Myers Leonard claimed he didn't even really know what it meant. To be totally honest with you, I was sad that I was losing my job. I was sad that I hurt people. And... Frankly, all I cared about in my life, outside of taking care of my family, but honestly, it's like 1A and 1B, was going to make this right. That is Myers Leonard speaking with ESPN's Outside the Lines about the incident. Since then, he has been on a years-long redemption tour. He's met with Jewish leaders all across the country and communities in which he's lived. And he's going to speak publicly about this continuing process again at Milwaukee's Jewish Community Center next week. I will be a part of that event, moderating a conversation with Myers. Mark Shapiro is president and CEO of the Harry and Rose Sampson Family Jewish Community Center, and he joins us live this morning. Morning, Mark. Good morning, Vince. Well, I'm excited to talk to you about this interesting opportunity that you presented to me and that you present to the community. Uh, You and I have been friends a long time, and I know you take your responsibility to not just the Jewish community, but the community as a whole very seriously. And I know you would not invite someone into your house whom you thought was just saying the things he needed to say so that he could keep playing ball. That is very true. Um, you know, our co-chairs, Ryan Odesky, Jamie Miller, and I, we had a chance to meet with Myers. Uh, Zoom call, uh, it was actually during uh, the, the lead-in to the playoffs, and uh, he took the time then, you know, to focus on this. And the scheduling actually happened while that was going on. Uh, we were trying to actually tuck it in. Uh, while the games were here in Milwaukee, that's how important it was to Myers. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of athletes who have uh, had challenges who, you know, like you said in the intro, been canceled. And uh, Myers is clearly somebody who uh, is very different about this, very interested in fixing the hate speech that is happening in the world from the platform he has. Hey, Mark, what are you hoping to learn 
You know, I'm, I'm going to be really interested to see actually what all the people who are there are willing to learn. I'm, I'm going to be watching um, our community uh, that is going to be the question of, it's been such a cancel culture. Are people really willing to let people uh, make amends? There's uh, pretty solid lessons about uh, redemption, the Hebrew word teshuva, um, of actually being forgiven and how you get forgiven. I'm, I'm going to be intrigued to see if the community is really ready to accept an apology. Can a person make a mistake and then fix it, or is it just canceled out the minute you make that mistake? Talking with Mark Shapiro, president and CEO of the Jewish Community Center here in Milwaukee. Myers Leonard will be a guest for a forum next week. So, you know, Mark, on that point, too, I, I was talking to folks about this and I said, you got to look at every one of these incidents, though, that we deal with on a case by case basis, because they're not all the same. In this case, you have a guy who said, I said a word one time. I didn't really know what it meant. That's different from someone who you know, wrote a manifesto of anti-Semitic stuff and then wants to say like, oh, yeah, well, I didn't mean any of that. Yeah, I, I'm going to espouse it all the time until all of a sudden I realize the impact is really bad and right. now I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, a very different kind of situation here. And, uh, you know, there was a, an interesting conversation about uh, this, did he know what it meant? And the question that, or the answer I keep giving when people say it is, okay, so let's even say he knew what it meant and it slipped out or it came out once as a mistake. And then he's dedicated all this time to saying, wow, that was a mistake. Uh, I think people have thought, you know, bad thoughts or wrong words, and our job is to try and, and not share them or to, to learn more and, and have them not be a part of our life anymore. The question is, can we be a society that moves from hate speech to actually allowing people to be forgiven? Uh, and that's exactly it. Is uh, Continue it, go on and on, and, and now you, you want to renew your contract? But that wasn't what Myers did, and, and that's why we're so impressed with Myers and, and so happy to be a part of it. Mark, I asked you this when you invited me to be a part of this, to lead that conversation. And I'll ask you again so you can share with everyone. Why aren't you, or maybe somebody who is Jewish, the one asking the questions here? Why'd you ask me to do this? Uh, you know, that I've been challenged about that since the minute I asked you, Vince. <laughs> uh, yes, by me. <laughs> uh, I think that, uh, yes, by you and by, you know, a whole slew of other people, including your mother. No, um, <laughs> you know, the question is... Um, uh, the, the answer to that question is really simple. The JCC has been a part of the greater community, not just the Jewish community. Hate speech that happens to any one group of people happens to every group of people. And I think that one of the most important things that we can do is um, really give the opportunity for us to understand we are handling this subject. We are honoring what Myers is trying to do by making this not just a Jewish hate speech. Yes, it was that word. Yes, Jewish community is targeted. 56% of all hate crime, religious hate crimes are strangely targeted on 2.4% of the population, the Jewish population. But if we want to actually try and reverse any of these trends, we need to start opening up the doors and recognizing that hate speech against one person is hate speech against everybody. And, and, and Vince, you have always shown yourself as one of those people who gets to the bottom of what's happening and can actually hold people accountable in how you ask questions. You are a professional and consummate news person. And, um, and like you said, you've been a friend of the JCC uh, in good times, in tough times, in comedy at Laugh It Up Milwaukee to when, you know, when there have been bomb threats with us. 
And, uh, and that's why you're there, because of the person that you are and because of the message that having you there sends to the whole community. Well, I appreciate the invitation very much, Mark. I am honored by it. I'm looking forward to next week. Mark Shapiro, President and CEO of the Jewish Community Center here in Milwaukee. Thanks, my friend. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks. It is called Words Matter, a Jewish Community Conversation with Myers Leonard. It's 7 p.m. next Wednesday at the JCC. It is free, and everyone is welcome. There's a couple players in the clubhouse who promised to grow out mullets if the Brewers Dude, that make is the, the worst p- haircut in Major League Baseball? <laughs> if they make the playoffs, Matt, are you are you going to be one of them? Are you leading by example here? <laughs> Man, wow! Um, Do it. Guy says you're one of them politicians, right? I'm serious. In line at the store, and a guy in front of me, he's like, he's trying to place me. And that happens from time to time. Ah, uh, so they'll they're see like, you and they, they think they know where you're from. Out of context, from. it I looks familiar. I don't know, right? It was on TV for 20 years, yeah. right? So yep. at some that point happens. you get some level of familiarity. And But he, but he couldn't figure it out. And he's, I don't know why he was on the politics side. He said, you're that senator. I'm like, I, sir, I am not a senator. And then I try to go about my business. So usually I'll help people. Like, ah, oh, used to be on Channel 4. That's Oh, that's it. Okay. <laughs> And this, you weren't helping this guy? I don't know why I didn't. Why but I don't just, you just tell me who you are? I just was trying to go away. Right? <laughs> Which I wasn't like bothered, like, how dare you speak to me? I just like, I didn't see, I wasn't interested in this conversation. <laughs> All right. And then, but he is insisting that I am a politician. He's like, yeah, you're a politician. What about, yeah, Scott Walker, right? Scott Walker? <laughs> are you, I even asked me, are you sure you're not Scott Walker? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm quite sure well, I am not a two-term governor of the state of Wisconsin. I, uh, you see anything there? No, there's nothing no, there. No, you don't really look alike. I mean, he's a little bit taller. You have similar hair color, I guess. But If you forgot what I look like, I suppose you can join us on the live stream today. We are on camera right now here in our studios at the Avenue. I, two points on this. A, the first one is, okay, this clearly means that most people don't pay attention as closely to politics as the rest of the world thinks we do. Sure, right. Uh, And and the second point, the B on all of this is, what store were you in where you were spending all this time with a guy who thought you were the former governor? Those at the liquor store. (laughs) (laughs) At the liquor store. A lot of whiskey. Wow, that's a lot of JD you're getting there, Governor. Yes, I'm here at two in the afternoon. The two-time governor of the state of Wisconsin just... Stocking up on the whiskey here Governor, at 27th realize, and College. Didn't realize you like Goldschlager, Mr. Governor. You, you bet. Got just a little taste, a little nip. 744. Brewer Senior Vice President and General Manager Matt Arnold on Brewers 360 next. Tennessee whiskey. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Joey Weimer hit two home runs. Willie Adamas returned back to the lineup. And the Brewers rolled the Baltimore Orioles by a final of 10-2 Wednesday night at American Family Field. Corbin Burns got the start, tossing eight innings, allowing no runs, and striking out nine batters. The Brewers will look for the series sweep later today. Coverage gets underway right here on WTMJ at 1235. Brewers 360 is sponsored by Holiday Automotive. He gets on base a lot. Rocco, do I care if it's a walk or a hit? Pete? You do not. I do not. 
Brewers Senior Vice President and General Manager Matt Arnold with us live this morning. Morning, Matt. Hi, guys. Good morning. Hey, so I know the Brewers don't go back east until mid to late June, but got to have on your radar a couple of MLB games canceled due to the air quality concerns in the Northeast. And then you may ultimately, depending on how long that has to happen, start to see the ripple effects across the league. Yeah, no question. Anytime you want to have the the player safety in mind and and staff and everybody, uh, you know, I've seen a handful of those things uh, over time. And, and, you know, you always want to be cautious, especially with the air quality and stuff like that. We felt it here in Milwaukee a little bit this last weekend. Does the does MLB, does the office reach out to the league on that, Matt? Do they send out a note to everyone saying, hey, heads up, keep this on your radar, yada, yada? Yeah, they'll absolutely give us a heads up to the extent that they can. And sometimes there are things that are, are some unfortunately unforeseen. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, they'll try to give us as much head, heads up as possible. Matt, we're uh, talking about the play on the field now, and it was a fun night to be at the uh, ballpark last night, which you were there. You were on the uh, Bally Sports broadcast, and Joey Weimer came up and hit one of two of his home runs. As a general manager, I mean, obviously you're rooting for the team. You're a fan of the team. Is it easy? Is it hard to sit there and not react to what is happening on live TV? Because if it's me, I'm dropping the headset and I'm pounding my chest and I'm screaming, that's my my guy. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. No, I, I, we got a, we, we had a few fist bumps going in there with me and BA and, and rock for sure. So yeah, we were quietly cheering, I guess is the best way to put it, but uh, no, we're, we're fans too, just like everybody else. So anytime you see something like that, it's great. And you're always fired up. You know, guys, when they're young in their career, too, Matt, and some of our, our guys are going through this right now. They're up with the big league club, and then they're back down, and then they're back up. The, those early transition years, they're not all Robin Yount. At 18, they come up, and that's the career, right? Yeah, no question. There are so many players deal with those types of things up and down and, and have to go through adjustments, and they have to learn how to play at the major league level, and the speed of the game is different here. Um, and so many guys are just making adjustments in a lot of cases at the major league level here. And so when you see a, a guy like Joey Weimer getting a huge hit, walk-off hit the other day and a couple home runs yesterday, do you see the emergence of this type of guy and all the work that he's put in? Um, and it makes me super proud just to be a part of it. Matt, real quick before we let you go, speaking of Joey Weimer, there's a couple players in the clubhouse who promised to grow out mullets if the Brewers Dude, that make is the, the worst p- haircut in Major League Baseball? <laughs> if they make the playoffs, Matt, are you are you going to be one of them? Are you leading by example here, <laughs> man? Wow, um, do let me it. Circle back to you on that one, buddy. Um, <laughs> oh let's go. <laughs> that's a circle back from Arnold. Great. Yeah. Actually, that's the perfect baseball hat wearing haircut. Yeah, isn't it? That's true. It is. It's it's a big league haircut, and if he's hitting homers, you know, I think we'll certainly have to consider it. That's right. I don't care what the guy does to his hair. Matt Arnold, (laughs) Brewers Senior Vice President and General Manager. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Let's go! If he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? We got trivia with Tausch. I need a player. Old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. Caller number five will play trivia with Tausch next. It's the most important pick you'll make all week. Who are you going to pick? This guy? Dying here. This guy? I love you. Kiss me, baby. Or him? Give me a Coors Light and I'm going to be pretty happy. The choice is yours. It's time for Trivia with Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. The gauntlet Tausch is laid down. Because Brandon said he thinks he has a stumper today. Oh, well, 
Brandon's been good to me the last, I think, two weeks. We, I think we've got it without any clues, which I, I, so I'm sure he's probably going to bone up here and make it a little more difficult. Does a little insider trading information for our contestant today. Tim is on the line with us from Fond du Lac. Morning, Tim. Morning. Hey, so you heard me say Brandon thinks he's got a stumper today, so you can go with him, or you can pick me, you can pick Eric, or you can pick Mark Tauscher to get the question right. I'm going with Tosh. He's got to have it. I never, I never discourage our player Respect. contestant from doing yeah. that. All right, Tim, hang on the line. We'll Fond see what Tosh can is, do for you. Hey, is it walleye weekend this weekend, or was that last weekend, Tim? Nope, it, it's this weekend. So Saturday looks great. Uh, Sunday it's going to rain, so great festival. All right. Walleye weekend in Fonalac. There you go. Let's All go. Right. <laughs> All right, what do you what do you got, Brandon? All right, gentlemen. Yesterday was National Chocolate Ice Cream Day in honor of that great day. The United States, to no one's surprise, comes on the list as the number one country to consume the most ice cream. My question for you, which country comes on the list at number two? Ooh. Quick question before we go, Brandon. Is this per capita? Or is this just consumption? Just consumption. Good question, Tausch. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Vince. You're looking for a populous um, nation here, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. I had one idea, but now I'm. All right, what's our what's our first clue? I don't unless Eric yeah, wants no. to jump in. I, <laughs> I was yeah. actually thinking about that today, just jumping. But I'll, I'll I'll take a. Clue. All right, this country not only known for its consumption of ice cream, it is also known for its kiwi fruit. Australia. No. I would say you're close, though. Oh, well, you're, you're just uh, yeah, say New Zealand. Zealand. Yeah. Did I give it away? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, so who got it first, though? Do I need to go back and listen? I kind of yelled yeah, I think over it. it. Tape. I think it was Tausch. Tim, do you think Tausch yeah, came too. in before me or no? I thought I still had Tim on. Is Tim? Is Tim? Yeah, I'm on. Oh, yeah. I'm who, on. You think yep. Tausch came in before before I did? Oh, absolutely. Tausch won for sure. Okay. Eric's <laughs> yeah, trying to... Do you think you're going to get tape on yeah, this? Yeah, I think I can pull this up and get an instant replay on it. I kind of yell over it, so that probably didn't help. I It might have it been you, Eric. Right. <laughs> Hold on a second. Compelling radio so far. Known for its cute. Okay. That sounded like me. So here it is. They're talking here. Australia. No. I would say you're close, though. No, well, you're uh, just uh, got to Oh, it was. Ooh, it was Vinny. It was Vince. It was. Wow. Tim, I'm sorry I did that to you. I should have just shut up and let Tausch take it because I, you know, I don't want to deny you your prize. You know, you could still give it to him. Can I just give it to him? Yeah. That authority. <laughs> All right, you know what, Tim? Hang on. I the think line. we this this reminds me a lot of the original replay game where I think everyone in Chicago thought that Don Mikowski was past the line of scrimmage, and he wasn't. I 
In real time, I know that I beat Vince there, so I think we give Tim the nod here and, and give him the prize pack. What do you mean in real time? We just listened to it. So, I, yeah, I know, but you don't think Gilstead <laughs> could have uh, doctored that tape up? Like, <laughs> I, I not like that quickly, Tosh. He's life. not that good. Plus, I'm giving well, Tim the prize. Debbie, I have to admit that's that's the best point you've made there. I maybe it maybe it is that Vinny beat me by a click. Actually, upon further review, I got it right. I said New Zealand. It says here. Wow, what? Stop! Stop! Stop. You just goofed it all up, dude. Australia never existed. <laughs> all right, Tosh. We'll talk again tomorrow. Sounds good.